Hello, my name is Jacqueline and I'm a very proud grandma. I write stories for my grandchildren and I'm happy to share them with you too. So make yourself comfortable because my next story is about to begin. Kelty at the Zoo, Part 2 Kelty and her grandma were having a special day out at the zoo because Kelty had done so well in school. They had just eaten lunch and Kelty was looking at the zoo map to decide which area they should go to next. Grandma peered over Kelty's shoulder and noticed a train track at one side of the map. Let's go on that train ride, she said. I haven't been on a train since I was a little girl. Grandma, said Kelty laughing, it's not like a real train. Oh, but I'm sure it will be fun, said her grandma. Come on, let's go and find out. They walked to the zoo's train station, which was beautifully decorated with wooden carvings of different animals. The train was just arriving and after letting the passengers off, Kelty and her grandma climbed on board. The train was not very big, with the bench-like seats in each carriage only wide enough for two people to sit upon. Although it had a sort of roof, it did not have any doors. Instead, the driver hooked a chain across the gap when the passengers were seated. The journey began, and the air felt good as it blew gently on their faces. The train moved along, going just a little faster than walking pace as it travelled through the different animal enclosures. The first enclosure was a large paddock with deer grazing. The deer were happily eating the grass, but did manage to lift their heads for a few seconds to acknowledge the train with its curious passengers. Then the train travelled beside some crocodiles who were lying on the edge of a large pond, looking quite relaxed in the sunshine. The next area was a farmyard and... As the train tracks snaked around, they saw ducks, goats and chickens. There was also a small area with rabbits and guinea pigs, with a sign above it which read, Petting Zoo. Kelty noticed this and decided that would be a good place to visit after the train ride. In the final paddock were beautiful ostriches and elegant gazelles, and then the train arrived back at the station. While they waited for the driver to remove the chain for them to exit, Kelty asked, Grandma, can we go to the petting zoo now? I would really like to see what animals they have there and I may be able to hold some. Great idea, Grandma replied. Lead the way. The entrance to the petting zoo led straight into a group of tiny goats who were jumping around and climbing onto anything they could. There was a machine which would give out a handful of food to feed the goats if you placed a coin into the slot. Grandma gave Kelty a coin and as she was putting it into the machine, a goat came up to her bleating. He jumped up as if to say, hurry up with that food. Kelty pushed the goat away and removed the food from the machine. By now she had several goats around her, all only interested in one thing, the food in her hand. Carefully she fed them, and when there was no more food left, the goats ran away. 
Kelty looked around to find her grandma and saw her just as grandma was bending down to pick up something off the ground. As quick as a flash, a tiny goat jumped onto grandma's back and Kelty couldn't help laughing as it looked so funny. The goat soon jumped off when grandma straightened up and then she started laughing along with Kelty. Next, they went into a building which led off from the goats. In a fenced-off area, children were sitting down, each holding a different animal. Kelty went in to join them and took a seat. Would you like to hold one of our rabbits? A lady asked. Oh, yes, please, replied Kelty. Lay this towel over your lap and I'll go and get Russell for you. The lady handed Kelty a brown towel and went over to the nearby hutches. Kelty placed the towel over her lap and looked around at the other children who were happily holding tiny guinea pigs and small cuddly rabbits. Suddenly Russell was placed in Kelty's lap and he wasn't quite what she had been expecting. Russell was a huge rabbit, at least three times bigger than the rabbits the other children were holding. He took up all of Kelty's lap and her arms just about held him. Russell is a Flemish giant rabbit, explained the lady. Is he too big for you to hold? Oh no, not at all, replied Kelty, smiling over at her grandma who was taking a picture of them. After a few minutes, Russell began to get fidgety and the lady lifted him off Kelty's lap. That was fun, said Kelty, smiling up at the lady. Thank you for letting me hold him. Grandma called Kelty over to her. Let's go and take a look in the next room, she said. They have different kinds of animals in there. Going over, they saw a group of children standing in front of a man. He was holding a huge snake and telling them some interesting facts about him. This python is called Billy and he's 10 feet long. As you can see, he doesn't have any ears. His ears are inside his head. And something else which is different to us, he smells with his tongue. The children laughed when they heard this. Wow, exclaimed Kelty. She had never seen a snake up close like this before. Would anyone like to hold Billy? asked the man looking around the group. As quick as a flash, Kelty raised her hand and shouted, I would. Okay, young lady, come and stand next to me. And the man wrapped the snake around Kelty's shoulders and showed her where to hold Billy's head and tail. Although Billy was covered in scales, he felt so smooth, not at all like Kelty thought he would. Grandma and Kelty stayed in the petting zoo a little while longer until Kelty remembered the bird show was about to begin. Come on, Grandma, said Kelty. We have to hurry because I don't want to miss it. They arrived at the bird show arena with a minute to spare. They found a space to sit down just as the lady came out and introduced the first bird. Welcome everybody to our wonderful bird show. My name is Carly and to begin our show today, I would like to introduce our largest and most colourful bird, the hyacinth macaw. Kelty watched as the biggest parrot she had ever seen flew out from behind the stage and landed on a perch just in front of the audience. The macaw squawked as the crowd clapped. Her feathers were a beautiful cobalt blue colour with a touch of yellow around her eyes and at the side of her beak. She was a very big bird, about 40 inches from the top of her head to the bottom of her tail feathers. 
Her powerful looking beak was large and curved, perfect for crushing the nuts and seeds she loved to eat. This is Bluebell, announced Carly. She is 17 years old and could quite possibly live to be 50. She has a wingspan of three feet. Show us your wings, Bluebell. And right on cue, Bluebell spread her wings out wide. Carly went on to talk about Bluebell for a little longer and then, after waving to the audience with one of her clawed feet, Bluebell flew back behind the stage. The show was filled with lots of different birds, each demonstrating a special trick they had learnt. A snowy owl came out and watched the children with his beady eyes and made the children laugh as he rotated his head almost in a complete circle. A cheerful cockatoo danced for the audience and enjoyed his demonstration so much that Carly found it difficult to send him back behind the stage. Hawks flew high in the sky and a long-legged crane demonstrated how he killed his prey by slamming his plastic crocodile down on the ground. The show was a lot of fun, but all too soon it was over and Carly thanked everyone for attending. Kelty and her grandma loved watching the bird show, but they did get very warm while sitting in the sun. I think I need to have a rest in the shade, announced grandma. The sun seems to have sapped all my energy. Look, there's a bench over there under that tree. Let's sit for a while. Sitting on the bench was very relaxing and within a few minutes, Grandma had fallen asleep. Kelty looked around. Just in front of her was a large cage, but nobody seemed to be stopping by it. She wondered what was in there and went over to take a look. She didn't see an animal anywhere in the cage. All that she saw was a tree with a red platform attached to it and a small animal house up in the far corner which was painted blue with a yellow roof. Kelty went back to the bench and sat down. It wasn't long before she leant against her grandma and fell into a gentle sleep. Suddenly Kelty was disturbed by a rustling sound in the nearby tree. Sitting up carefully so as not to disturb her grandma, Kelty looked around. She could see something in the tree, but was not quite close enough to get a good look. Kelty walked over to the tree, just as what looked like a miniature bear's face popped out from amongst the leaves. Oh! exclaimed Kelty, jumping back slightly. She was not expecting to see anything as cute as this animal. Who are you? asked the miniature bear as he looked straight into Kelty's eyes. I'm Kelty, she said. Who are you? I'm Douglas, a red panda, and people tell me I'm very rare, he said, sounding extremely proud of this fact. What are you doing up in this tree? Kelty asked, wondering why a rare animal was allowed to roam free in the zoo. Unexpectedly, Douglas jumped into Kelty's arms. She looked at him and was quite surprised how soft his reddish-brown fur was. His long, bushy tail had a pattern of black rings around it and he wrapped this around Kelty's body as if he was afraid she would drop him. The red panda was about the size of her friend's cat and had a cute round face with tiny upright cream-coloured ears. His face resembled a raccoon's with its white colour and reddish-brown tear-shaped markings just below his black eyes. 
and his cute little black nose finished his look off nicely. Getting comfy in Kelty's arms, Douglas said, I'm trying to find some food because there wasn't any in my cage. Do you have any food with you that I could eat? No, I don't. But surely there was food in your cage. But more to the point, how did you get out of your cage? Kelty asked curiously. I woke up early this morning because the people walking past were particularly noisy today. The red panda wiggled a little to make himself more comfortable in Kelty's arms. Anyway, I normally sleep through the day and so my food isn't brought to me until later. When I woke up, I felt hungry and walked around my cage looking for food I may have missed from yesterday. Well, as I walked along at the back of my cage with my nose on the ground looking for insects to eat, I discovered a hole which was filled with dead leaves. I dug those out, thinking something nice and juicy would be in there. But instead, the hole became bigger, and I managed to squeeze through it. So have you found some food? Kelty asked, feeling that she may have to put the red panda down on the ground as her arms were starting to ache. Not really. Douglas answered, wrapping his tail tighter around Kelty's body. I found some berries on a tree, but that's all so far. I noticed a pond just behind these trees. Will you come and catch a fish for me to eat? It doesn't have to be a big one. Any size will do. Douglas gazed up at Kelty. I would, she said, but I don't know how to. I've never caught a fish before. Well, it can't be that difficult, can it? Douglas said as he jumped from Kelty's arms back up into the tree. Let's go and try. And without waiting for Kelty to answer, he started to make his way to the pond. Kelty looked over at her grandma and could see she was still sleeping. She quickly followed Douglas and had to climb through a hedge as well as make her way between the trees to get to the pond. It was tucked out of the way so most people didn't even know it was there. There was no shade over the pond and the sun was beaming down. Kelty looked into the water and could see some fish swimming just below the surface. The red panda jumped out of a tree onto the grass and waddled over to Kelty. He peered in the pond and said to her, Just reach in and grab one for me. Why don't you do that? replied Kelty, not sure if she wanted to put her hand in amongst all the fish or even grab a wiggling fish. Because I can't reach as far as you. I'm only small, Douglas answered as he sat down waiting for Kelty to take action. Kelty thought for a moment and remembered what it was like to feel hungry, so she stretched her arm out over the pond. She hesitated for a moment and then forced herself to put her hand in the water to grab a fish. Oh, I missed, she said, pulling her dripping wet hand out of the pond. Try again demanded Douglas, jumping up and giving her a little nudge. You can't give up. I'm hungry. Kelty tried again and again and again. Finally, she said, I'm going to have one more try and then I'm done. I have to get back to my grandma. Kelty watched as the fish swam by and then, as quick as a flash, she plunged her hand into the water and caught a beautiful golden coloured fish. Hey, what do you think you're doing? spluttered the fish in Kelty's hand. You're hurting me. 
Kelty loosened her grip on the fish as she said, I'm sorry, but the red panda is hungry. And why is that my problem? asked the fish. Kelty looked over at Douglas and they're back at the fish. He wants to eat you, she said hesitantly. The golden fish looked into Kelty's eyes and said, Do you think that's a good idea? No, not really, she whispered in reply. Neither do I, said the fish, sounding braver than he felt. Anyway, he continued, I thought red pandas ate bamboo. Do I look like a piece of bamboo? No, not at all, answered Kelty, not really sure what to do next. The red panda had been listening to the conversation between Kelty and the golden fish and said, Mr. Fish, I don't feel I want to eat you now. You'll probably give me indigestion with all your chatter. Come to think of it, fresh bamboo sounds much tastier than smelly fish. Well, if you have no use for me any more, said the fish to Kelty, would you kindly let me go so I can get back to my exciting fish life in the pond? Oh, yes, of course, said Kelty, as she placed him gently back into the water. Right, said Kelty, wiping her wet hand on her dress. Where can we find some bamboo for you to eat? There's bamboo in my cage, replied Douglas as he waddled back to the trees. Why didn't you eat that before instead of looking for insects? asked Kelty as she followed him. I like to have a change of diet every now and then, was his reply as he climbed up the trunk of the nearest tree. Come on, let's go back to your cage so you can eat some, said Kelty. Well, that might be a problem, said Douglas. I can't remember where my cage is. Well, what does it look like? asked Kelty. I may have passed it as I walked around the zoo. It has a big tree in the middle with a bright red platform where they put my food. And up in the far corner is a blue house with a little yellow roof, which is just big enough for me to fit into and sleep when it's cold outside. I think I know where your cage is, said Kelty, smiling. You do? asked Douglas with excitement. Oh, you are so clever. Quickly, take me to it. It's the cage in front of the bench I was sitting on with my grandma. Follow me. And Kelty made her way back to the bench where her grandma was still sleeping. There it is, said Kelty, pointing to the cage. But the red panda was no longer behind her. Kelty wondered where he had gone and then noticed her grandma stirring. She quickly sat down on the bench just as her grandma woke up and stretched. Oh, that was a lovely nap, said grandma. I feel quite refreshed. Shall we finish off our zoo visit before it's time to leave? It must be nearly closing time. Yes, let's do that, said Kelty, wondering if the red panda was okay. Oh, look, exclaimed Grandma as she pointed out in front of her. Look at that pretty miniature bear in the cage over there. Kelty looked towards the cage in front of them and there, lying stretched out on a branch in the tree, was Douglas. He looked very relaxed with his legs and tail hanging down. Kelty and her grandma walked over to get a closer look at him. It's a red panda, grandma told Kelty as she read the sign hanging on the cage. It says here they are extremely rare animals and quite shy. Kelty looked at the red panda, knowing he wasn't at all shy, but she couldn't tell her grandma that. 
Instead, she smiled at Douglas and he smiled back at her before closing his eyes and going to sleep. This visit to the zoo had been far more adventurous and exciting than Kelty could ever have imagined. But now it was over and time to go home. Kelty felt sure she would fall asleep tonight with a smile on her face and her heart filled with happiness as she remembered all the fun things she had seen and done today, along with the events she probably only dreamt about. Or did they really happen? What do you think? Thank you for listening to my story. Before you go, I'd like to ask you a question. What is the most unusual animal you have seen in a zoo? You can share your answer with me by either going to my Instagram page, Grandma Has a Story, or by visiting my website, GrandmaHasAStory.com and sending me an email. Thanks again for listening and come back soon to hear another story from Grandma. Bye for now.